Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Hi, I'm Alex L., and I write books for a living. The Hey Girl podcast was created with sisterhood and storytelling in mind. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Join us as we journey through sharing together. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hi, Sydney. How are you? I'm so good. How are you doing today? I'm doing really well. Thank you for agreeing to chat with me. I'm really excited to get to know you better and to learn more about what you're doing in the world. I'm a big fan. But before we dive in, please let the Hey Girl listeners know who you are and what you do. Yes. So I am Sydney. I am a retail business owner. Um, I have a baby boutique called Jill Marie. And then I also do graphic tees as well that have like some tour tees and just like some graphic words on it. So I'm really enjoying that process and, you know, just trying to keep expanding. So let's talk about entrepreneurship as a Black woman. And you guys, you have multiple locations, right? Is it two? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So actually, one of my locations was like a pop-up, but my brick and mortar is in Zona Rosa. That was the first store that I had. And then I just have like a few of my marketplaces. It's like a vendor booth inside of Made in Casey's stores. So you can shop like a little mini store of mine as well. That's amazing. So as I mentioned to you before we started talking, my husband is from Kansas City. So diehard Chiefs fan, KC everything. I'm like, yo, <laughs> like we know you love the Chiefs, bro. Like we know. Right. But I think it's really amazing because seeing women, especially Black women, dive into business in such an autonomous way. And then on top of that, not just being direct to consumer, but opening brick and mortars for people to come and experience the clothing or the offerings in person. It's just so admirable to me. So I'm curious to know, like, how has that been for you starting a brick and mortar, having that overhead, employing people, and then also being creative and giving us these different items to, to bring into our own homes? Yeah, so honestly, I definitely, you know, I have a big appreciation for online, but I also feel like there's definitely a huge space and need for seeing things in person, you know, shopping online is convenient and, you know, you can do it at any hour of the day. You know, it's a different experience when you're shopping in person to be able to see sometimes pictures don't capture entirely the fabric and like what it looks like, what it feels like, colors and stuff like that. And so I definitely saw a need for that as well. And you know, I love doing online and in person for that reason. I also love to talk to my customers and, you know, just get a feel for what they like and just communicate and vibe. I feel like that helps sell and beyond just selling, you know, it's a connection and I value that as well. So I love that I have 
a brick and mortar and, you know, places to shop in person. I love that you mentioned like it's having a brick and mortar and having that in-person experience is a connection. So that brings me to my next point about how community care shows up for you as a business owner and what you've learned about community and connection as a woman in business who has an actual retail space for folks to come into. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Um, Yeah, so I definitely, I wouldn't be able to feel the impact that my business has without having that in-person interaction. I feel like that in-person interaction has definitely stays in my mind when I feel defeated or want to give up or feel like, oh, I can't do this. This is hard. You know, when everybody goes through those moments of like not feeling your best or, you know, a hiccup comes up in your business or whatever, you remember those interactions with people. Or I remember one thing in particular where I was working at my store and I think some people like they don't expect me to be at my store, but I love to be at my store if I can. And so one of the girls, she was black and she was checking out. And then I don't know what happened, but she eventually realized that I was the owner and like the look on her face really like made me feel like, okay, I'm doing the right thing right now because I'm letting her know that somebody that looks like her is capable of doing what I'm doing because she was so like, wait, this is yours. Like, oh my God. And it made me feel good because I'm like, yes, girl, like you can do it too. Exactly. Like somebody that looks exactly like you, it's not some imaginary person that you never see. Like, yes, it's me. And then just people saying, I love your stuff. And just getting that feedback, that real genuine feedback, it just helps you to keep going. And I mean, it's an indescribable feeling. Switching gears to motherhood. How has motherhood shaped you? into the individual that you are today. So I'm a mother, I have three kids. And I know that, you know, just being an individual within motherhood is like a work, a daily work in in progress and all those different things. So how are you finding autonomy in motherhood while also balancing being a business owner? So I definitely, just to be honest, it's honestly very hard. And (laughs) because as an entrepreneur, especially when you're trying to get something off of the ground, you are constantly needing to think about what's next. What do I need to do to constantly push? And so a way that I found a way to really like give myself to my kids equally or as much as I can was truly like disconnecting from my business when I'm home because I would find myself still being at home uploading products editing caption doing all this stuff and it's like 
my kids are right there and I don't even see them. And so I really had to completely disconnect. As soon as I get home, it's no more work. So I really need to maximize my time that I am carving out during the day while they're at school or whatever time that I said, okay, from nine to five, I'm going to work. And then after that, whatever I don't get done, then I'm going to have to wait until they're asleep or maybe that's my time. And then I need to just get up earlier or like I said, maximize my time. And so I really had to stop working while I was at home and supposed mm-hmm. to be spending time with my kids. Oh my um, gosh. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. I'm saying that's amazing because I feel you like 150% like turning off work, especially when you love what you do. You know, it's so hard. Like I, Ryan has told me this multiple times, like you can work all day, but we need you here. And I'm like, okay, there's my call to like, put the email down. It can wait. Right. So I really admire that about you setting self-care boundaries around work and motherhood because it is hard. It is so hard, especially when you are starting from the beginning and like, right. And like trying to get a business off the ground or within my case, like writing another book and like all these different things that require so much attention. But if there's no balance or boundaries, it's like, I'm going to wear myself out. It's not going to be good. Right. And that was another thing was needing to disconnect for my kids but it's just like you also start to feel like emotionally drained and then you truly like you're exhausted from the business as well because you're never not working and so you think you're giving your business 100% but you're truly not because you're so drained because you never take a time to recharge step away from it and so I do feel that like I am you know happier with my business when I'm not running myself into the ground always yeah so that's real that's so real um so how are you practicing self-care these days I know the past few years have been wild for all of us and I think now since the world is opening back up a little bit, we're getting a taste of like what life was before. So I'm curious to know how self-care has changed for you over the past few years with the pandemic and everything else that's been going on in the world. And now like in this new stage of the next chapter, how are you pouring into yourself and how have you been doing that over the past few years? Yeah. So I do feel like with the pandemic, like everybody had that time to like work on your makeup or like do your nails or like you know doing your own personal self-care I'm gonna be honest I'm not the best at self-care and I would love to get 
you know, a better system so that I can schedule in those times for like, okay, my back is hurting. Maybe I need a massage or like, maybe I need to go to the chiropractor or whatever. And so to be honest, like I'm still learning that, you know, things that aren't rushed, like I'm not just talking about like nails and toes, like, but like, maybe I want to take a bath or, you know, do a facial, you know, like a mask or something like that. And so I do feel like getting more organized and like I said, intentionally setting aside time would truly help me be able to pour into myself as well. But right now, my biggest concern is making more and more and more time for my kids. And when I can make time for myself, I really try to. So I'm still learning. (laughs) That's my answer. (laughs) Yes, we are still learning. I think that is all of us. Yes. (laughs) We are are all just a work in progress. Yes. So lastly, as we wrap up our conversation, I'm curious to know if you were mentoring your younger self, what would you teach her? I would teach my younger self to honestly go for it and that there will never be the perfect time. There will never be the perfect situation and I definitely found myself always looking for that perfect time and perfect situation and it was never going to come and honestly to get out of my own way because I always felt and knew in my heart that I was capable of many things I was always just afraid to actually go for it afraid of what if it doesn't happen it doesn't work you know I get embarrassed people I fail or whatever and so I would just tell my younger self to honestly go for it stop waiting you are who you think you are like I thought I was capable and I am I wish I would have started a lot of things earlier but obviously everything comes in the moment and it comes intentionally because that's when I was ready to walk in my purpose or walk in my journey that I'm on. And, you know, I'm happy that I did start. But like I said, I definitely feel like I've always been capable. And I do wish that I pushed myself more as a younger self. But, you know, here we are. And I'm just happy to be where I am now. So very grateful. Thanks for listening to the show today. Please rate, subscribe and review. Also, feel free to share with a friend. We love having our community grow. Music is by DC's own Kokai. The Hey Girl podcast is produced by Wayne Bertram and me, Alex L. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.